Welcome to The Shift, the podcast that empowers you to make a change in your life and chase your dreams with passion and purpose. If you are tired of feeling stuck in a life that doesn't fulfill you, if you have big dreams and ambitions but struggle to turn them into reality, if you want to break free from self-doubt and limited beliefs, Join us every week to listen to inspiring stories from regular people just like you, actionable insights, and the motivation you need to make the shift towards your own dreams. And please don't forget to share, subscribe, and leave us a review to help spread the message and inspire others. Hey shifters, welcome back to another episode where we'll talk to a good friend of mine, Jimmy Thorpe. I met Jimmy in the deal room. It's a private uh, Facebook real estate group and then in person at his uh, real estate mastermind event and had the pleasure to get to know him and his wife, Stephanie, a lot better. Jimmy is one of the few real estate investors that I know that focuses on hospitality, hospitality and development in the Caribbean market. And he's been working for the railroad W2 job before and became the real estate investor. And uh, to be honest, that's quite a shift because it's a 180 degree turn. We're gonna go and dive into his story about how he did it, how he quit his W2, and how he changed his mindset. Welcome, Jimmy, welcome to the show, man. She's having it, bud. And uh, Stephanie's right here beside me. Uh, <laughs> let's say hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hey, Stephanie. <laughs> How's the answer, Raph? Appreciate you having me. Nice. nice to hear you again. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jimmy, so for those uh, who don't know you, give us a little bit of a rundown of who you are or what you did before. So, a little rundown of our background. Do you want to talk about like uh, our real estate journey or just who we are as far as people. Uh, who you are as far as people, like what was your W2 job like in the past? Okay. And and then we'll okay. dive into the real estate. I gotcha. Well, uh, we did things a, a, a little different. Uh, we were successful young. Um, at 30, 31 years old, we had about the, the 60 employees. You know, five different businesses that were, were real estate uh, development, uh, builder, you know, all, all that, the single family rentals. After a lot of growing pains, so well, we decided to this sell everything we had, took a break, and then I uh, decided that that get a job. So uh, we worked for the railroad in 2012. Been working there since and developments on the side, real estate investing on the side. And now that our kids are older, we could have left our W2 jobs already, but we're still hanging on there because our oldest son, um, he had cancer. So insurance wise, we're still hanging on for insurance. So we haven't left uh, quite yet, but when we, uh, we closed the, uh, resort in the uh, Caribbean, then we're able to uh, get a corporate insurance and then we're able to leave the uh, W-2 jobs. But uh, for now, the responsible thing is to 
keep insurance the, the for a son. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. That must have been rough. Oh yeah, it was. But yeah, we got through it. He's healthy, and um, yeah, we're he's a 23 years old now. He's uh moving with us to, to, to the Caribbean. So, what a 23 year old wouldn't like to come to the Caribbean and wear swim trunks every day. That's awesome. Uh, well, I'm glad he's uh, I'm glad he's healthy. That's uh, absolutely amazing. So thank you. Uh, but so, yeah, absolutely. One thing you mentioned that you've been a real estate investor before your W two job. What sort of happened? Uh, what made you switch from being an investor to W two? We got we dive we, more deeper into that. Yeah, absolutely. I sure will. Kind of go back a little, a little further. My dad was a was contractor, so I grew up in the, the real estate mm -hmm. world. Um, and look, I'm a, a contractor also. And when it's different, I got married. We're I tried to get out of you know, contracting. I started welding. Uh, I was a welder for a few years, and then um, still on the side of of welding, I was building decks and building the porches and. Yeah, kitchen remodels, and next thing you know, I'm back to building houses. So we, uh, it's in our blood. We, we can never leave it. Um, it's, just, it's always there. In 2007, we got into the uh, bar and restaurant business on that for the several years. In 2011, we had over you know, 65, 70 employees. The yeah, kids were small, and we were uh, what the thirty-three years old, way too young. Mm -hmm. uh, we got way too big, way too fast, way too young. If I can go back, I would definitely change a lot of things. But we uh, we live and we learn, right? So, yeah, absolutely. We could have uh, retired in probably two thousand. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's amazing. You went from zero employees to seventy employees way too fast, and some people wish they could done this so fast. And now, and you are saying, "Hey, that was too fast." Like, did you did you not expect it? Did you not did you not plan for it? Like, what sort of uh, how did you go like from zero to seventy employees so fast? I think one thing is to think it big. We always, you know, thought if if anybody else can do it, we can too. However, back then we didn't have the internet that we have we have today. You just basically what you were taught and what you what you see other people doing. You just try to replicate it. So we didn't have. The resources mm -hmm. that we have now, we don't have master migrate. Well, they they might have had them, but I didn't know about them at the time. So, from where we were, we started out just us, and then we'd hire a couple people here and there. I mean, the our construction business, I think we had, I don't know, off and on over radio, probably twenty people. The 
you know, 20, 30 people in, in, at different times. And then the uh, bar and restaurant mm-hmm. business, I think you got to have so many employees there, well, bartenders, uh, the cooks and wait staff. And we grew without even with organically with really no research. It was just, hey, let's do it. Now that we're older and wiser, I mean, we, we've already done it. Now we're doing it, but we're doing it strategically instead of just jumping all in. You can't, you know, the best teacher is in life, right? I mean, you, know, I mean, you get knocked down, you got to get back up. And, uh, and we were in the 2011, our marriage was on the rocks. That will be, will be first to be, I mean, you look at us right now, you could, you never guessed that, but, uh, we had too much going on. So we, we decided to that's, that's sell everything, uh, get back to our roots, get over two jobs. And, and then we, we, we had a house out, out in the country. So we, uh, moved back to the country. We bought four wheelers and kids rode the, uh, dirt roads. And, uh, so here we are now. That's quite the story. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't really tell that uh, you guys had a lot of times because you look like a very happy couple. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but, well, we uh, are now. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very happy. Uh, I mean, we're happier now. I think we've ever been. But when you're young and you have all this money, you know, in, in and out your hands, and you have employees and you have businesses. And you, you have little kids and you have, it just, we had, we didn't, we didn't know which way to go. I mean, we just, we were juggling and that's, mm-hmm. that's not a way to be. And they, if I can, if I can uh, help anybody in that aspect, you're growing, you need to grow strategically and don't just go all in with the, no plan. Yeah, I think, uh, like, sometimes I feel like I'm lacking that because if I want to learn something, I'm jumping in and I learn as I go, even though, like, I get some knowledge a little bit and then I like to jump in, but, uh, I hear your point and I think it's a good one and I feel like I need to step back sometimes and, uh, think about a little bit more of what that road may look like if I do jump in. So I think it's a great point that you are bringing. So thank you for that. And I think uh, a lot of listeners that are listening to us right now, take it to a consideration, right? Grow strategically. Don't jump in and try and, uh, without any plan. Don't jump in without any, at least some education. So get education, push your plan together, and then jump in. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, cool. yeah. life can be a great education, but you, know, you can fall down real quick. So take it from us, us old guys that's been there. And, and <laughs> I mean, now we still jump in, but we have the experience now to be able to jump in 
versus you know, back then we still jumped in and had no idea what we were doing. So, yeah. you, know, you know, we have their life experiences that should jump in, strategically grow, like we're doing now. I mean, you know, we're, we got pretty attraction now and we're just, we're just inching along. We're, you know, we're, we're not trying to, by the world right now we're just you know trying to do strategically and grow without you know without falling on your face yeah absolutely no i think that's a great point awesome so let's go back for a second so you sold everything you moved uh, you bought a four-wheeler and you went to a house that you owned at the time sort of one of the reasons that you mentioned was to save marriage, right? To go back to your roots. What, I'm curious, what did you feel at that time after you sold everything? What was going through your mind? Like, could you share with us? Oh, well, there, basically one thing was really just save a marriage and, getting our our family kind of close together but it was a relief mm -hmm. not to have that payroll every friday because they gotta get paid whether you had money or not so that was a relief but we still had to had to work on our, our marriage to get back to where we were and, and to become a family again but we were always going separate ways and it, it just it, it wasn't my kids will tell you, you know, we was always going somewhere, always working. So, mm -hmm. to answer your question, it did go through my head was to work on a marriage, and it was a relief not to have the headaches that we had going. And yeah, when, <laughs> when I went to work for the railroad, I, it, it was so nice just to get that paycheck. I go to work and get a paycheck. Go to work and get a paycheck, but mm -hmm. it's. It's in my DNA to to work for myself. I can't. I'm not a nine to fiver, and definitely not. I mean, we're we're a team. I mean, she, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've said it a hundred times. I'm not Jimmy without Stephanie, and uh, that's on the And that's incredible. Yeah, we made that decision i mean it, it was what we needed when we needed we needed a break we needed to work on us and so it it was just the right thing to do it was just looking back i mean yeah we can always do things differently but that's lessons learned and mm -hmm. the other part of that i'm not a real religious and really don't believe in everything kind of kind of fell into place because when I got to when I went to work for the railroad a year later my son was diagnosed with, with cancer. So we ended up having to do a great insurance. Uh previous to that we you know, we had insurance but it was it was more emergency insurance than so his cancer was Working for the railroad, the great insurance was able to treat his cancer. 
Yeah. That's actually... I mean, I have no words for it. It's just like... You made the decision to... To do something because of X, Y, and Z. And then... Uh, your son... Who got cancer. And so it seems like every step, every step that you took after you sold your business kind of led you to a point of making all the puzzle pieces come together, even though you guys had rough times during that, during that time, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's very interesting. And you mentioned that you were happy to have a paycheck from your own businesses before, and then you had a paycheck and you were happy to have a paycheck. But it seemed like you probably, would you say you were more happy to work on things that you had to work versus just, you know, having a paycheck? And was it, was it paycheck just like a cherry on top or it did play a huge role in your sort of life when you were trying to fix things? Well, that's a double-edged, that's hard to answer that because we enjoy the, what donor? I'll give you this. The other day, uh, we were riding through wherever. We're riding down the road, and and I asked her about her uh, childhood, and she said that she rides by so many houses that that we build or jobs that that we've done or the the restaurants that we own, the bars, and, and you know, she rides by like my dad built that, my dad built that. So, so we enjoy that part because the the kids they they know what what hard work is and what it takes to be successful but on the other hand you got a w2 job at knockoff time you turn it off you don't have to you think about it so but i can never just idle at that nine to five i mean we were always building houses on the side you know developments on the side remodels um we can never just be be satisfied with nine to five but there for a little while, it was nice just to uh, turn it off and uh, go home and, and and not worry about anything. I'm actually envious of the people that that can do that, and God bless them. I it's not in my DNA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely fabulous. Love it. What was one of the limited beliefs that you had to conquer before you start opening your businesses? Did you have one? Back then, we didn't have any limits in beliefs. I thought we could, we could do anything. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we open the bars or the restaurants. But we've been doing syndication for years, not knowing we were you know, doing syndication. But, you know, mm. we were in development. We'd build a house or whatever, and then get back the uh, returns, all, all handshake deals. I mean, nothing really structured in the 
syndication world. So limited mm-hmm. belief I had that I can never buy a multifamily property or I can never buy a, a resort in the Caribbean because I always thought I had to use my money. I had to use my credit and it would take me years to, you know, uh, save $4 million to, to, but I, I never thought to reach outside of my, my circle to ask for money or to provide opportunity. Let me go back. I never thought to reach outside of my, my circle when, when raising money for little developments and stuff. So I just always thought that was, wasn't for me. That was just for these wealthy people that are all connected. And so that limits and belief, um, that kept us back for the several years. We knew how to do at our level, but how to get that next level, uh, airplane, (laughs) airplane flying over. But to get to that, the next level, we had to break through the ceiling. And the deal room, Yaden and uh, Jennings, um, Yaden and I had uh, many conversations about, you know, breaking through the ceiling and stuff. And, and I knew the numbers. I, I knew the returns. I, I mean, I, I knew everything, but I didn't know how to raise money and not use my money, you know, on a, or a broader scale than what we're doing. So, uh, that was probably our, our biggest is, is we had to use our money and our credit. And, uh, that kept us at bay for years. Awesome. Yeah. Love it, man. Love it. So, and I know you've been, uh, I know you've been doing lots of great things in the Caribbean right now and sort of you are breaking the ceiling and you are doing a big splash in everything that you do in social media. So that's pretty cool. What's, um, I think it's a good segue to talk about Caribbean, Caribbean mindset, right? This is your own, uh, Facebook group. Yep. Let's talk about that. So what made you, what made you look into Caribbean? Well, <laughs> I have to monitor what my wife watches on the TV because whatever she watches on the TV, <laughs> the next where we're buying cows or buying goats or buying a farm or whatever, or we're buying a sailboat to sail around the world or stuff. So I've got to monitor her, her television. So anyway, last year, now, now let me back up. There's always been our, our, our dream is to, in the mid forties, once a, once kids are grown, for us to start looking toward blue water, whether it was the Caribbean or the Keys or just down south uh, somewhere on, on blue water, but it was always you know just a dream. We didn't know that it, it was actually a, we didn't know that it was a it could actually be something. Yeah, you know, we, we thought it was always just a dream, but yeah, again, limiting belief. So, anyway, last year she was stayed up. I went to bed. She stayed up drinking wine. Watched the hotel renovate. What's it called? Some kind of 
hotel renovation on HGTV or one of the channels. And the next morning, or uh, she said, "Hey, you're this guy's going to be um, emailing you a, a hotel in Saint Croix." What? She's oh yeah, I watched that through last night, and <laughs> I put it out on in Facebook world. We're looking for a, for a boutique hotel. Said, okay, I you know we're not afraid of anything, so let's look at it. So anyway, the, the guy sent it to me. We thought he was fake. We you know with the you know, how these a lot of people auto because we did a little research. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find out he was actually real. It, it was a real deal. Uh, we ended up getting that that property all under contract. We went and visited the island. That fell in love with it. That property that fell through, but the very next day, we couldn't get financing. I called the guy. I said, "Hey, well, I, I actually messaged them for a group text. I said, "Hey, let's shake hands, walk away. I don't want to hold you guys up, and let's just because I mean we we're pretty good friends. So we're friends now. We we didn't even know each other or part of that, but." They had, mm-hmm. I talked about this this other uh, resort in this process. So the very next, they called me and said, "Hey, remember that the uh, resort that we're telling you about? Well, it's available." So the fast fast forward <laughs> now, the six months later, we're closing in uh, twelve days. We have fifty one cottages on the water. Yeah, pretty excited. So that's how that all came about. Awesome. And, and we live on the water here. As you know, we like offshore fish and let good look at boating and stuff. And uh, now, since that has become our brand, if you will, you know, I'll like to talk about that at, at some point. But we have a lot of the Caribbean opportunities now. Uh, we've done a, a lot of research in the Bahamas. Well, Belize, the uh, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, and well, we have contacts now in all those locations. And we're looking at developing a 25-acre island in um, in Belize. We're looking at developing the uh, 14-lot luxury homes in the Eleuthera, Bahamas. We're looking at a hotel in Luthra also. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's just that's it all come from a last one and HGTV. <laughs> nice, nice. So it seems like you need to have a dream, you need to have a wine, you need to have a TV, and you need to take action. Remove <laughs> all limiting belief. And you can go after it. Where it... Wine can't do that, right? <laughs> yeah. Wine can do that. <laughs> we're actually, I'm not sure when you're going to hear this, but we're actually, we're, we're having our uh, webinar tonight uh, to start raising money for that uh, resort. I'll be on this webinar. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's awesome. No, that's that's incredible. So 
you're going after your dreams, guys. This is a uh, this is unbelievable. This is like this is good stuff. And I do want to ask you, like, what's driving you? Like, what is your why? What's behind everything here? All your actions. Well, several reasons. Number one, you know, obviously we want to leave a legacy for kids. You want them to not to work as as hard or we had to, we're not getting younger. So we want to invest in our lifestyle. I mean, we always, when you come to this, that's who we are. We're boaters, we're fishermen, anything Caribbean, anything the salt water related, that's who we are. So we're investing in opportunities in, in our lifestyle that we can enjoy and get returns and bring investors in. They can enjoy their, their investments. We, we're, we give away the free, the free weeks for investment tiers. So we, we've structured it pretty well. I, I think in the, we have a lot of traction with the uh, investors in the Caribbean. So I think everybody kind of has the same dream. I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people have the same dream, but they're, again, a Caribbean mindset. It, it's a mindset thing. And it's, once you get the mindset, again, Caribbean mindset, you see the big picture, you make a lot of money in the Caribbean and enjoy it and rather than we have apartment buildings and i don't want to go stay in those apartments i don't want to go stay in the uh, mobile home park i want to go to the hotel and so that's that's the nice. two wise you know for our kids and then you know to enjoy their lifestyle while making money doing it yeah that's awesome I think uh, one of the things that uh, you mentioned is so important uh, is invest in opportunities that mirror your lifestyle, right? So it seems like if you do that, you're enjoying things more, right? You're doing things and you're not considering this even work and it's just making you more happy more happier right so just, I think, oh yeah i'm sorry i i was definitely was trying to tell me something i'll listen to you and say i, I missed half of that but yeah you're you actually have to i mean your your lifestyle man you're if you can invest and actually you know, live your lifestyle i mean well i mean if it, it's not work when you enjoy it right yeah absolutely like the, the, the coaching program we just started we the first call last night, man, I had a blast. I mean, that, that was mm -hmm. a good time. I mean, we're, we had good response, like, like, like right away. And we had, I think nine, eight people on last night. And you know, we, we lived 25 people. So, but last night we had a great time, and, but it, it's not working. You enjoy it. So absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. 
That's amazing. Hey, so you got a lot of all the editing to do, buddy. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay, man. That's not going to be me. I have a, I don't have a company to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's awesome. So one question that comes to mind is for people who want to take their first step towards building their lives on their own terms, what would you suggest? Like, what would be your one suggestion to these people? To uh, think big. Yeah, don't limit yourself. That's number one. Number two is you need to get around other people that are, are doing what you're doing. You're not going to do the old saying. Tell me your, your closest the five friends and I'll, I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. I just help you know, so if they're not where you want to be, you need to get around the, the people that are. And the, the whole saying, yeah, get in the room, I strongly believe that. Like, like last night in the uh, you know, coaching group, we had some uh, people in there that are just getting started and they're getting in the room. I couldn't agree more. I love what you added. I think big, right? And get in the room with the same people. So I think that's a great tip. So guys, if you, whoever is listening to us right now, these two things can change your life. And I'm not just saying that Jimmy and Stephanie are the life examples of it. They started thinking big besides actually, you know, drinking wine and watching TV, right? (laughs) And they got in the same room with people that have already done that, or also, they were also thinking big. So I think it's uh, super important. Try to follow these two simple steps, right? Think big and get in the same room with people who have already done what you are trying to do or are in the way of doing those things. So Jimmy, I think this is a great tip. Thank you. I got one other thing also. got to find you a step. Yeah. You, know, you can't have this one, but it's got five. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But <laughs> their home life, your home, if your home's not right, if your home's not, not solid, your business is going to be shaky. If your life is shaky, your business is going to be shaky. So get your stuff in order first. You cannot be successful if you're if you're home and arguing with your spouse all the time or you're in debt to your eyeballs, you have to get your home life squared away and then think big and yeah, get around. The, but the home life, I, I think, is a big... Uh, you're probably your number one. That's even uh, before thinking big and getting through is uh, you got to have a solid home life. I strongly believe that. And organized. You you can't have, you can't be organized at home. I love it. I even wrote it down just for my own good. If your home is not solid, your business will be shaky. I think this is gold. This is gold. Thank you for that. Uh, I just come up with it. I have, <laughs> hey, 
that's uh, sometimes this is where it takes. Recording a podcast with someone and you're coming up with ideas on the fly. <laughs> and uh, don't forget glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there any educational resource that you can recommend to uh, our listeners and viewers uh, to change their life? Well, there's a lot that I watch hours of a YouTube university. Yeah, YouTube has got you can you can learn a brain surgery from from YouTube. If you want to look up what what syndication means and how it works, yeah, get on YouTube and you you can find a thousand different videos and they explain it different ways. Some are simplified and some is more. And you'll learn all you can, but I I'm gonna say one. The particular is a Grant Cardone. I watched every video that he has, I think, and his thinking big. And, and I honestly think that's where, mm-hmm. yeah, the, a lot of the limits in belief. Before I joined the deal room, that's where a lot of the the thinking big come from because he, he has a saying this. It's not about the money. It's about to see what he's uh, capable of. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we make good money, but I mean, Bonner Resort in the Caribbean, I never, I mean, so what else can we do? It's, we enjoy it. So, um, but so anyway, you know, Greg Cardone will help you get past, past the mindset is, his book, um, 10X, uh, I love it. The other book, mm-hmm. Be Obsessed or, or, or Be Average. I mean, which, I mean, there's a lot of books, but I think Grant Cardone, from a mindset point, I, I think that I model my mindset. They are kind of behind his uh, big thinking. He's a, but his wife, the solid marriage. I mean, he also appears, but. He's a big uh, component for, you know, have a solid home also. There's there a lot of good books. The Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, obviously. I mean, we read all those. But uh, Flip the Script is Stephanie's favorite book. Uh, she read it about four or five times. I think she uses that on me all the time. It's the... What <laughs> the other thing... Well, you go back to the last question you asked is is to get in the room. I mean, because that you're the other people do is going to be your your education, your basically your live education rather than just watching a video. Love it. What another question that comes to mind that I wanted to ask you was what was the one question? that you always wanted to be asked when you talk to people or people who interviewed you but never did? I can't come up with with that question. I I can't answer that. But I can tell you that one question that the lady asked me one time, she said, what was the most impactful being in business or, or just, I can't remember how she worded it, but 
in your life, what was the most impactful that had the most impact on you, I guess, is the doctor. But my answer was when we're self-employed, we had the 65, the 70 employees that we provided a, a job and income for 65, 70 families. And that means a lot. Mm-hmm. They're able to inhale. This was during 2007, 8, 9, 10, you know, during the recession. As a matter of fact, 2008, 9, and 10 was our probably best years ever in business, was the uh, recession. Mm -hmm. And so to answer your your question is, we provided good jobs for the 70 people that was able to. uh, well, provide for the families, and that was uh, pretty impactful. Um, at the time, did I did I really go through that? Was that in my head? Probably not. But looking back, it was pretty impactful. That's amazing. So, what's next, Jimmy? What is the next big goal? What is your next big goal and next milestone that you want to achieve? Oh, well, we. <laughs> I want to get that. 25 acre island uh, developed. That's uh, we that's happening. So that's a goal. But yeah. I mean, I mean, from a broader next goal is to get a daughter through college. She's uh, going off this year. Uh, uh, she's a freshman. And yeah, I mean, really have no big goal. Man, we just want to enjoy life and just whatever comes our way. Take opportunities that that comes our way. I, I mean, we we're goal driven, absolutely, but it's it's per opportunity. You just like this resort. When when we started going after, our goal was to get it closed. So uh, now we're closing it. So I mean, it, it really is no bigger. Big plan, the big goal, but just to see if there's opportunities that come our way. Well, personal goals, we're uh, we're getting older. Obviously, you want to be healthy. Man, at least I, you know, I, you know, you know, we met. I'm a, a pretty big fella. I want to. I couldn't tell. <laughs> You'll see this big head on your screen. But uh, no, I mean, <laughs> we want to um. That's your grandkids. So, I mean, we'll you know, be healthy and just enjoy, enjoy what time we got left. Absolutely. I know what you mean, brother. I know exactly what you mean. That's great, man. I think uh, having big goals, achieving those big goals, having the family, having the family around, having the grandkids around, I think... That sounds like a dream come true. Yep. And I want people to get to know you a little bit more better. So I prepared four more questions for you in our fun round. Fun round. Um, <laughs> just for that. So you ready? You can think fast. <laughs> Try to answer those questions fast. But here we go. All right. So if we go back to... Uh, <laughs> 
if you go back for a second to elementary or middle school years, what did the younger version of Jimmy look like at that time? Oof. I was, uh, <laughs> I was, the, the, really thin, really skinny. And like uh -huh. the middle school, I had the hair, like the skater hair would come over your eyes. And, uh, <laughs> I got a picture of nothing in my phone, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> we grew up, we, we were on, on the dirt roads of the South Carolina. So it was always, always uh, hunting and fishing. So I wore camouflage during hunting season and during fishing, I was always uh, barefoot and a pair of shorts and just skin and bone. Uh -huh see my ribs and uh, <laughs> uh i had hair back then dude. you know that was good um but yeah that was, <laughs> i was a little small little scrawny the country boy that lived on dirt roofs man wasn't we got to you know middle school i guess you kind of you kind of follow the crowd i guess and you know, everybody started wearing the hair that way and i did it and uh, i look back at my pictures think god was a fake yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a, uh, yeah, that was, that was me. Just uh, camouflage in the in winter and uh, barefoot and the, the shorts during the summer. Awesome. Yeah, would love to take a look. Would love to take a look at, the, at that picture. <laughs> I'll uh, send it to you. What's your? <laughs> sounds good. What is your favorite? Uh, what's your go-to Halloween costume? We change every year. We. We go to Halloween party every year, and it's always different. It's all, but, but I try to be authentic. I'm not wearing, you know, I'm not going to wear a cartoon or anything. Like, year before last, I was a Macho Man Randy Savage. We bought the wig, and uh, Stephanie was uh, Ronda Rousey. So we was, was wrestlers for, for Halloween. And then this past year, I was, um, I don't know if you watch a Yellowstone, but I, I was a rip. Bought, bought a yeah, cowboy hat, and the, the glasses and Stephanie was a uh, Beth Dutt. So that one year we went as um uh, Fred Footstone and the kids were also part no, of the no, no. Do our uh, adult they dress up with their stuff, but no, we go to the uh, adult Halloween parties. We we never really <laughs> dressed up like a family, you know. Then we we did Christmas last year. We all wore matching pajamas, that kind of stuff, but um. Right. No, we always, I mean, you know, we want to be cool. authentic and like, like wear the real, real clothes. The Fred Flintstone thing was, I was like, oh, it was like a big dress. So I, I wore about an hour and took it off. Mm -hmm. so Got yeah, it. That's it. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, one more question for you. If in 100 years science fails to save us and all that is left a book about your life, what would the title be, and what would the blurb tell us about Jimmy Thorpe? Oh, Lordy. Probably, why not? Why not? Why not? Awesome. You know, well, you know, you know, take advantage of your opportunities, and why not? You, know, you live one time, so... When your number's called, you, you can't go back and change anything so but why not love it why not simple beautiful to the point love it thank you for coming to our show it was a pleasure having you my friend
if people want to connect with you, right? If they want to learn more about Caribbean mindset, if they want to learn more about fishing, or they want to learn more about channels that you guys watch on HDTV, what kind of wine do you guys drink? How can they connect with you? Well, that, well, that was um, actually going to be my your the uh, billboard question. The one thing would be just our phone numbers, and mm -hmm. what can we help you with? I just leave it at that. So, um, all right, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, the what'd you ask me again? How can they connect with us? I'm sorry, I, I was going back to the billboard. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's ask a question. Okay. Okay. That's not a good question. So, if you could have a billboard, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? We'd put our phone numbers on there, Stephanie, and my phone numbers, and just say, "What can we help you with?" Uh -huh. And that's it. And awesome. No matter what it is, if it's people need help in all aspects of life, so whatever we can help with. That's beautiful. And then, so how can people connect with you? Uh, there are several ways. Um, I, I, my phone number, 843 560 8487, or mm -hmm. email or Caribbean Mindset, the group. Yeah, my Facebook, you know, Jimmy Thorpe on Facebook. Which I got two of them because I can't figure out how to log into the other one. But the one that's got the <laughs> most most friends, I think the other one had like y'all two hundred. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I, <laughs> I can you know, give all the information, you know, put it in the show notes or something or however you want to do that. But with my phone number, email, Facebook, awesome. Yeah, we're going to put that in our show notes. So, guys, if you want to connect with Jimmy and Stephanie, if you have any questions whatsoever, we're going to put their, we're going to put their phone numbers, we're going to put uh, their Facebook group and some other methods that you can use to get in touch with them. Jimmy and Stephanie, it was a pleasure having you on our show. Uh, I wish you... Good luck with all the things that you guys do. And I'm sure we'll be connecting offline as well. Uh, and yeah, and uh, I'll be excited to join the webinar that you guys are going to be having today, right? Yep. Tonight. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, sir. Thank Thanks you for having us. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a pleasure. All right. Talk soon. We hope that today's episode has inspired you to take action towards building the life you've always wanted. Don't forget to leave us a review, share, and subscribe to our podcast for more empowering stories, actionable insights, and motivation to help you make the shift towards your own dreams. Thanks again for listening to The Shift.